0: Bush and Richie here. You're about to hear a, a podcast of. We don't boast very much, but this is this is a good show. It's an all right show, this it's one. It's one of our above-average ones, yes. One of our above-average ones, and I feel so windswept and tired and dragged through a bush backwards because so many bizarre, crazy things happen during the course of this show that uh, I don't even... I, I feel like I need to sit down and have a glass of water. <laughs> Genuinely. <laughs> I'd suggest something
1: stronger than that. It has been It has been a show where... I mean, you're about to hear it. You're about to hear it. I don't want to give too much away.
0: Spoilers. Spoilers.
1: There's, there's a lot of collateral that comes at us during the show yep we're also having to deal with a lot of stuff that has come to us over the previous 24 hours
0: it's a lot to deal with we do get accused during the course of this programme for starting a third English civil war you can judge for yourselves here's the show
2: absolute radio The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. With Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. The final hour of today's no repeat
1: guarantee is the first hour
0: of today's Hometime. It's Wednesday afternoon. Bush and Ritchie with Hometime on Absolute Radio. Hope you're having a good Wednesday so far. I hope you're looking after yourselves and everything as well. Uh, Just want to let you into a bit of insight as to what I did with my morning. We took a little family walk down to the seafront in Leon Sea. Beautiful. Very Very nice way to to spend the morning. It was lovely, you know. And there's a really nice bit. My favourite bit of Leon Sea is called Old Lee. Looks like someone I an East End kind of Guy Ritchie movie loads of cobbles and fog as you're by the sea with the boats bobbing away and the best bit is right at the very end of this little cobbled walkway uh, is a fishmongers called Osborne and Sons and they've been there for donkey's years some green painted huts where you can go and buy cockles and mussels Lovely. and jelly deals if that's you want no <laughs> uh, exactly me too god I tried them a while ago but anyway you can get loads of different stuff there uh, and you can get prawn sandwiches they're kind of famous for their prawn sandwiches and you can have the prawn sandwiches as either standard mm-hmm. which is fine they put them in a little or bagging it taken away with you or you can pay a bit extra for luxury. Oh nice. A luxury prawn sandwich and as far as I can tell luxury is it's on a plate with a garnish and some crisps but still I think it's nice I like it when people treat themselves and you work flipping hard so you deserve it do you know what I mean? So just so we put it out there to start the show on this Wednesday this middle of the week are you doing any midweek luxury? Are you doing something a bit different today because you want to just treat yourself? Maybe you normally bring in Pasta in a really miserable little Tupperware bowl and eat that with a fork on the train. You thought, do you know what? It's the midweek point. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to upgrade a little bit. Do something a bit extra, and you've treated yourself to a takeaway at lunchtime. That M- kind of thing. Midweek luxury
1: for me. This very lunchtime. Normally, I have a. I'm a man of routine. Whilst the little man's having his, his lunch at around about eleven o'clock, I make my lunch. Just a little pack lunch, a sandwich. Okay. Today, oh no, 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 no standard sandwich fired up the oven, stuck in some part-baked baguettes. Oh, part-baked baguettes.
0: There's your midweek luxury. You only explained them to me recently. That's where you buy a baguette from the shop that has been slightly baked. Part-baked. It's been, it must be where the name comes from. Yes. Uh way, that'd be too much of a coincidence. <laughs> and you stick them in the oven, finish them off. It's beautiful. And then what do you have in it? Ham and cheese. Oh, that sounds so good. That's midweek luxury. That is midweek luxury. If you can beat that for midweek luxury, you've treated yourself today, we want to hear about it. And you probably deserve it as well. 8-12-15. Oh,
2: the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Absolute radio. The
0: halfway marker of the week, it is Wednesday's home time on Absolute Radio.
1: It's Bush and Ritchie.
0: Uh, we are talking about midweek luxuries on the show tonight. If you have treated yourself in whatever format, Ritchie had a part-cooked baguette before he left the house. Because <laughs> it's the middle of the week and you deserve it. Get in touch with the show
1: tonight. Uh, Freddie's texted from Birmingham, this is my luxury, I found a £1 scratch card in my wallet today and instead mm. of investing another pointless attempt at wealth, I bought myself a bag of
0: mini-eggs for lunch. That will make you feel better than inevitably losing that follow-up quid on a scratch card. i agree. Uh, Richard in Glasgow says, my midweek luxury, the wife is away to see friends for a few days whilst I'm working, so I now have a few beers, a bottle of wine and some cheese for a treat tonight. Sounds <laughs> good. Living the dream. Uh, Paul in Northampton, I've just had a, uh, a wet shave at the Barbers. That was my midweek luxury. Awful. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I've only had it done once. I've only had it done once and uh, I just came up in a rash. But uh, some people swear by it, so it's amazing. Paul's not. <laughs> no, he's not having it, is he? <laughs> uh, Adrian's hanging on. Adrian, tell us your midweek luxury.
2: My midweek luxury is a packet of minstrels, like the Galaxy Minstrel things, and you stick them in a the microwave. You make them flat on a plate, stick them in a the microwave for about a minute, a minute and ten seconds, and the inside chocolate will melt and the outside hard shell will stay hard. They're warm and they just they just taste amazing.
1: Wow! So, so, Adrian, to to confirm here, microwaving minstrels for a minute and ten seconds—I think that's the guidelines you gave us. There, are you that, yeah. are you telling us that the structural integrity of a minstrel holds after that amount of microwaving? It will
2: hold. Some of them will crack on round the edges, but okay. the majority of them. So, hole.
0: What's the texture of these? I- I'm thinking, like, really nice cod liver oil tablets. <laughs> <laughs> so, like... We've got to try this, Richie. We have a corner shop. We have a newsagent's about 100 feet from here.
1: And not just that. We have a producer with two legs and short change.
0: We're doing it. We are doing it. <laughs> I would,
2: yeah. I mean, it, I'd, I'd have a bit of a drink afterwards because the melted chocolate does tend to stick to your
0: mouth. All right, don't stop putting this um, off now. It's too late. Yeah. <laughs>
2: No, I, I highly recommend them. I showed it to my people at work and nobody apparently knew about this, so I thought I'd let you
1: guys know. We've shared it with the nation now. Cheers, Adrian.
2: Absolute Radio. The home Time Podcast with Bush and
1: Richie. Two to go on today's no-repeat guarantee. This is home Time. It's Bush and Ritchie on Ritchie Absolute Radio.
0: A big thank you to listener Adrian who's shared his amazing microwave minstrel uh, midweek luxury treat with us, which we've just been doing. In fact, to the point where producer Nick's gone and microwaved a second batch because they were so nice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's it's influenced people. Brendan the Bricklayer has just texted to say, I am changing my routine, I'm going home, I'm going to stop at the shop, I'm going to get me some minstrels,
0: and I'm going to try that microwave thing for about a minute with a nice cup of tea. Your mind will be blown, mate. Although people want clarification, Mark in Essex says, Guys, is that one minute ten seconds for an 800 watt or a 1200 watt microwave? I'm a big minstrel fan, but I don't want to get one welded to the roof of my mouth. Uh, well, Adrian never specified, but what I did was a 950 watt microwave. Oh, so it's in the middle of
1: the tea. Yeah. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah. How are you going to deal with that, Mark in Essex? How are you going to deal <laughs> with that? Uh, midweek luxury, Andy, what is it for you? Uh, it's a, a drive through Gregg's on a Wednesday
0: at Nash Street. Where, uh, where specifically, what motorway or A road is this? The A42 Ashbury. Do you know what? I didn't <laughs> know that there was a drive through Gregg's.
1: Obviously, last week on the show, we talked about the start of home delivery Gregg's. Yeah. I didn't know what. So, you can literally order out of your car window a Gregg's?
0: Yes, I discovered it last week, and it's truly a treat. Talk us through the experience. You pull up, you wind the window down, and what a little voice on the intercom says, "What can you? What would you like to eat?" And then you just say, "What? A couple of sausage rolls, or a yeah, couple of
1: sausage rolls in a, a sugar donut?" <laughs> <laughs> oh. Do you know what? It's been an accidentally very foodie first hour of the show today, hasn't it? Or yeah. well, today will be a cinnamon
0: swirl. Oh, I love what? how you mix it up. <laughs> he's got no set order. Yeah, he's a maverick.
2: The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio.
0: Butch and Ricky with the Hometime Show. Absolute Radio on a Wednesday night. Big thank you to listener Andy, who you might have heard on earlier on talking about his Greg's drive-thru. He's just tweeted us a photo of it <laughs> with what he's bought laid out uh, on his dashboard like some kind of mezze. If you follow us on Twitter, it's on there now at Absolute Radio. Ooh.
1: Now, it's said that a bird poo strike is meant to be wonderful luck, but how... Has anybody ever really, truthfully, experienced great luck following a bird poo strike?
0: It's weird. How do those two things, those two completely disparate things, ever get put together? Good luck and bird poo. So
1: this morning, I'm walking back from the high street with the pram, a toddler's in the pram, and that instantaneous moment of, uh as the birds does its business and it lands if you've got your your, your pushchair vernacular here, it uh-huh. lands on the cosy toes of the pushchair. I was a split,
0: split second away from parenting disaster. So obviously your trousers have avoided it, however the cosy toes, that's quite a nice furry bit of material, so it can clag and stick. It
1: can indeed, and it's also right in front of an acquisitive toddler who wants to, what is this wonderful, uh, camouflage <laughs> green, white thing that has landed on my cosy
0: toes? Oh, Cream egg.
1: Yeah, I'll have that. So for the next five minutes I'm I'm trying to push the pushchair one handed whilst holding two little toddler mitts back, going, Don't touch that, Leave don't it. touch that, and knowing <laughs> it's going straight in the washing machine when I get home. But it's meant to be good luck. It didn't feel like it at the time. So look, we're very lucky on this show. When we put little questions to you, when we try and solve things, yeah. you come forward in your hundreds and thousands and you're very, very giving. But I think this could be one of these occasions where there's nobody. I'd love to myth bust here properly. Have you ever been struck by bird poo and then actually
0: experienced proper good luck? Maybe, right, we'll put it out there and if no one gets back to us, there's, there's no example of a connection between bird poo and good luck, then maybe it's time to knock
1: the saying on the head. I'd say there would be. And I'm not expecting anyone to come back on this. So prove us wrong. Have you ever had proper good luck following a bird poo strike? 8 12, 15 to text. Tweet us at Absolute Radio. The Hometime
2: Podcast with Bush and Ritchie.
1: Absolute Radio. Bush and Ritchie with Hometime on Absolute Radio. Wednesday evening, we're myth-busting right now after I uh, uh, just, just, just avoided a facial hit uh, for uh, for some bird poo on a little walk uh, this morning. Trying to find out once and for all when anyone has ever actually experienced proper good luck, which is what folklore says after being hit on
0: by a bird. Some of these texts have been fantastic tonight. I love this one, I just love how, kind of, basic it is. <laughs> it says, I got pooed on by a robin in the summer then shortly after I caught my personal best common carp. Oh, well there you go. Can you get pooed on by a robin? How do you know you've been pooed on by a robin? They just well- do like a little tiny Pellet, like a little tiny pellet, wouldn't they? I guess if you see it fly away, that red breast is uh, quite distinctive. A little cocoa pop. <laughs> That's all they would
1: do. <laughs> Cliff says on the beach last year, I got pooed on by a seagull in the stomach. I sat up to clean it off. As I did, a kite came crashing down right where my head would have been. Oh, that is good luck. Saved his life. <laughs> it did, really. I've oh,
0: got Steve on the line. Steve, what was your bird poo lucky incident?
2: Yeah, um, yeah. I'm 53 years old now, but it still sticks in the mind. I was like, no, say, 14, fifteen years old, walking walk to my game down my local park, and I was with a couple of guys, and um, a pigeon or whatever it was just literally just to my shoulder, and um, I went, I went to the game, I was covered in it all over my shirt, and was laughing, and that day I played centre forward then, and uh, yeah, I scored a hat trick, my one and only hat trick, so. Yeah, it's- very, very lucky that day, yeah, very lucky. So
1: wow. So, Steve, you, you, I think you said you're mid-50s now, and you, you were in your yeah. teens then, so 40 years on, your yeah. one and only hat-trick in your football career came on the day that a pigeon did its business on your shirt.
2: Basically, yes, yes, I kid you not, I kid you not, yeah. Steve, <laughs> as
0: an Everton fan, are you available at the weekends and have you got your own boots?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm an Arsenal fan, so come
0: on mate.
2: Yeah. <laughs> we both need help,
0: we both need help. <laughs>
2: Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Paul says
0: the scope of the words or phrase good luck scenario needs more definition. Does it need to happen immediately after or the next day or week, etc.? Also, if you get bird poo strike in the morning, stub your toe in the afternoon, then win the lottery in the evening, does the second piece of bad luck supersede the first, therefore rendering good luck scenario invalid? More detail required. Thanks. Answering his questions,
1: I say the good luck has got to happen within the daylight hours of when you've been struck. Wow,
0: so if you get struck at, say, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, mm-hmm. uh, you've not got that long to get your You've good got luck until in.
1: bedtime, in my opinion. Wow, so even yes. if you've
0: got a bit of good luck first thing the next morning, it <laughs> doesn't apply?
1: No, nothing related to oh, it. That's pretty tough. Jenny, what happened to you?
2: Uh, well, we found this house that we've been looking for quite a few years. Um, we found this house that we absolutely love. Um, went to view it we viewed it three times now. Um, put an offer in, it was rejected. Put a second offer in, still rejected. Put a third offer in, and they finally accepted it. But after the second viewing, and we put our money in, um, put our offer in, uh, we got back to the car, and there was the biggest lump of bird poo right in front of my partner's
1: field of vision. <laughs> and we are to- we are talking, it must have been a pterodactyl, not a
2: uh, bird. It was terrible <laughs> um but yeah they accepted our third offer after that so maybe there is something in it maybe it is good luck
0: keep your eyes on uh location location <laughs> see if uh <laughs> people start doing that to swing a deal
2: Absolute <laughs> Radio. if you insist on listening to them in your own time then we can't really stop you okay let's get on with it then the home time podcast with bush and richie I think it's fair to say uh,
0: all hell broke loose on last night's show. Or oh, did it ever. We, would look, we were just trying to help, right? We were just trying to put together a map of the United Kingdom to settle all the arguments once and for all, make life a bit easier, so that we know what different region has got what different phrase for the TV remote. Got the map here in in front of me. Uh, South East, call it the buttons. Cornish call it the jobby. This is just based off what people were texting us. It's not me and him making up. No, exactly. Uh, Wales, it's it's called the wadger. Uh, Northern Ireland call it the plunker. Uh, the The doodah in Scotland. Um, we got the presser and thingy. There's quite a lot in the south, the south and southeast. Just call it the thingy. The West Midlands, the hopper. And we put it out on Twitter, put yeah. it out on Facebook, and we thought, oh, brilliant! We've kind of sorted it for everyone.
1: Yeah, you may remember, like you know, a good forty-five minutes of this show yesterday,
0: collating all your verdicts, and then we created the map. And. and Richie and I, in our separate trains going home, like, I thought, oh, we've done a good job there. Yeah. Until we got a message from our producer Adam, hurriedly <laughs> telling us that all hell had broken loose, and the reaction on Facebook and Twitter was a bit like this.
2: Go on, admit it. You didn't actually ask anyone and just made up these words instead, didn't you?
1: Literally, no one in the
2: Midlands calls it a blobber. A dobber, yes. But what the f is a blobber?
1: Sorry, I'm going to at you. In Ireland, a doofer, a remote, clicker, tingy, not a
2: plunker. Never a plunker. I'm calling the peelers. Wadja, DM me if you're Welsh and say wadja and I'll come and scrap you. What pleb down here calls
0: it the flicker? Is the buttons or the doobery what's it? Ari,
2: Bush and Richie, a zapper? What are you talking about? Had away with your man. Oi, Bush, Richie, doodah. Doodah! Nobody up here says doodah. <laughs> you don't talk into people in Aberdeen, they don't know anything. They're idiots. You're mad doodah. Right, if you're a scouser and you call in the remote oppressor, then you're a f***ing wall. End of.
0: Unbelievable. You try and do a nice thing. You try and do a nice thing. <laughs> We were, we were so welcome up in Scotland after the chip shop tour as well. We got oh, no. so well with people up there. <laughs> ruined everything. We were trying to unite and it turns out we've divided. So unfortunately that is us stepping well and truly away from the whole TV remote debate.
2: Absolute radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie.
0: Hometime with Bush and Ritchie, it's Absolute Radio. It's the soundtrack to your Wednesday night.
1: So, as we were just saying, this is a show that is only ever trying to help, trying to unite, uh, trying to find answers, like we were earlier with the bird poo. Is it good luck? Darren's just texted, had a bird poo on my suit before a job interview. I didn't get the job. Oh, so, <laughs> oh. You know, oh dear. There's the other side to that. But yes, look, yesterday's search for the unified name of the TV remote control changer didn't work. I think after six, we need to do something to unify everybody.
2: Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile's big January sale. Loads of data, brand new phones. What a great start to the year. Tesco Mobile, every little helps.
1: Now, here's an idea, right, OK? Payday in January is a much sought-after thing. It takes a while to come around because you've had that early pay in December. Oh, it's been a long, old stint, not it? And it feels like a long, old wait.
0: Anyone else sick of January? Sick of January.
1: But you may well be in the ballpark of around about within the next week, you're going to get that January pay. Uh-huh. And that's a good thing. So, we've had this idea and it could be quite a loose idea after uh, the dispute of the last 24 <laughs> yeah. hours and the remote controls and all that kind of thing. But
0: we thought it
1: might be a nice idea to communally hang out and celebrate payday.
0: We don't want to be one of those like, shows where you just stay in here in our ivory tower in central London and not know anything about it, not even know what a, a pint of milk costs. And we want to get out, out and about... Uh, whether it by train, by plane, cycle, whatever, get out and about and go and see some places. Meet you lot, obviously. Uh, but and I think just even doing the, the the map of the United Kingdom, what the remote controls called, it shows the the rich tapestry. <laughs> Of the way people feel about their different necks of the woods. a polite way of putting it. Real polite way of putting <laughs> it. We want to get out there and come and visit you. I mean, and we reckon, I mean, this is not confirmed yet, but we think we might be able to wangle a bit of budget once a month to go and do it. Yes, some kind of payday social kind of thing. Yeah, meet a pub, put a bit of money behind the bar see what happens. I guess we'd have to do the show first. Unfortunately, there is a byproduct of so it. So we, we'd we love to we'd it. come somewhere, do the show,
1: then go to the pub, little bit of, uh, it really would be a little bit of money. Yeah. Have some drinks, go home. Yeah, but that sounds all then. Right, On payday, it? that's the idea. It's a, it's a very rudimentary idea. A, would you be up for it? B, where we where should we go? Yeah.
0: That's my two things, I think. Well, you know, our, our boss, Paul, is a bit like. Do you remember the Kit Kat advert from uh, years ago you on at the cinema where the, there was the music boss and he says, You're not going to go anywhere. You can't sing, you can't play? That's it, yeah. He's a bit like that with the budget. So, if, we, if me and Richie go to him and say, We want to do this payday social idea and go and visit different parts of the UK, he's going to want to know whether anyone's up for it or not. We need to know whether people would actually want to have a jar with us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, let us
1: know. 8, 12, 15.
2: Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. I wonder
0: where the first ever inaugural Hometime Payday Social is going to be. We want to do a thing once a month where we get on a train and come and visit you guys, do our show from up there as well, uh, and just experience your local neck of the woods. We've got a bit of budget for it. The first one we're thinking will probably be next week, so we're after your suggestions of uh, can we go to your local town or village or city or whatever. Tell us about it. Quick
1: turnaround. Uh, Alan and the crew saying come and join a merry group of paramedics uh, for a social in Worcester. If anything happens, you'll be in safe hands. That would be
0: nice and reassuring to know, it's wouldn't good it? to know, yeah. Put in the recovery position in Wetherspoons. <laughs> uh, Marcel in Oxstead says, Gents, we have a low-stakes poker night every Monday. You're more than welcome to join us. And the food is banging. Oh, that's good. Sounds good, sounds good uh,
1: to us. Kerry's got an invite for us. Where are you, Kerry? Uh, in Tamworth, in Staffordshire, a little town called Tamworth. Oh, it
0: sounds good. What goes on in Tamworth that Richie and I could explore if we do our payday social Ooh. there?
2: Um, oh,
0: I, don't, I don't know, you could come and see Tamworth Castle. <laughs> Tamworth Castle? Whoa, <laughs> love a castle.
2: <laughs> From my... Uh, we've got a great, great sports bar called Corey's.
1: OK, oh, all right, we, we like a sports think. bar. If there's a game on when we yeah. do our payday social, that'll be good. Uh, to be fair, yeah. I, I'm all right, I probably won't watch more <laughs> sport. <laughs> so we got your castle, we've got your, your sports bar. Am I imagining things, or did Tamworth have some famous pigs?
2: Oh, Packington, yeah, Packington pigs.
1: What? what? How do you even know this? I've got... Famous <laughs> pigs. I might be completely wrong, but what? didn't you have some pigs that went on the run or
0: something? Oh, pigs on the run? Yeah, in Tamworth. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't even know this. She lives there. What do you read? Swine monthly? How do you even know <laughs> I'm this? I'm sure
1: there was a story within the last decade about some Your pigs. Your
0: reputation got... hangs in the balance here, Richie.
1: Tamworth, Tamworth pigs escape. Tamworth pigs Tamworth. escape. The Tamworth too really? were a pair of pigs you that escaped that while being unloaded from a lorry at an abattoir in Wiltshire. When was this? 19- come- Nineteen ninety-eight. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Historical <laughs> <laughs> footage. Uh, they run a pub now just off the A37. We could <laughs> we could come to that Tamworth. Thing. That sounds good. Thank you for throwing Tamworth's hat in the ring.
1: Seriously, yeah, you should call Tamworth. Yeah. Thank you, Kerry. <laughs>
2: Salute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometown Podcast with Bush and Richie.
1: Now, look, I get a lot of things wrong, but when we get something right, please can it be recognised here? Uh, Gemma from Tamworth has just uh, texted us after we spoke to Kerry earlier. We're trying to put together our little uh, our payday social for next week. Yeah, going to go somewhere on payday with a bit, little bit of cash. Put some money behind a bar. Tamworth was talked about. <laughs> I talked about Escaping Pigs. From the 90s. From the this well, is a story from... When was it? 1998. They made a film about it. How do you have this in your head? I've just Googled. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, um, she says here, you're right about the escape Pigs. They are known as the Crafty Two. There's even a pub in Tamworth that's
0: named the Crafty Two. And although I'd hate to have to read this out, it is true. There's more text coming in about it. The Tamworth Two, apparently they were called Butch and Sundance. They went on the run for over a week and they were saved and stayed at a rare bridge. Centre and they died at the ripe old age of 13 and 14 years. They had a good life. Isn't that a good life? Hey, Tamworth, maybe it's you lot we come and see next
1: week.
2: The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not Hometime anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio.
0: Well, let's not hang around. We're both shattered. <laughs> Yeah, uh, what's really good. What's fortifying? I, I feel like you know, if like you'd had a tumble, I've had a bit of a fall. Yes, I feel weak and a bit shaky after the excitations of that show. Yes, yeah, so
1: what you need something now to uh, give you a little bit of strength. Don't yeah, you? a bit of a strength, bit of strong. Well, if you were a kid, um, be fish fingers for tea, wouldn't
0: <laughs> <isn't> it? Yeah, <laughs> you know what? I'd love fish fingers for tea I'd absolutely love. When was the last time you had fish fingers for tea? I can't tell you a date. Oh, but it's bad though,
1: isn't it? Because mm. they're good. I would suggest uh, we talked about midweek luxury. Go
0: and, go and treat yourself to a fish finger sandwich. See, I am going to do that. That's a brilliant idea. Thank you very much. Here's Duo. <laughs>